We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, invested in more. Thanks for hanging around. Thanks for listening. You've got financial questions. I'm going to try to help you with financial answers. I have the one, the only CFP, Chad Burton, newfocusfinancial.com on the show today, which means later today we're going to be doing not one, but two events to close out the physical appearances for the year. Um, Lunchtime, 11 to 1 today, Palo Alto Elks Lodge. Come on down. Um, it will be a good event. It's in Palo Alto at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. It's going to be from 11 to 1, kind of mingle from 11 to 11.30, a little bit of lunch, then a little talk about the pillars of income retirement, which is something that I would have thought 10 years ago would have been the most boring event possible. But now as I get closer and closer to retirement, I'm like, how am I going to make money? What's it going to look like? What's it going to feel like? What's it going to feel like? What, what am I going to do wrong? And I want to know. It's a really solid event. You can sign up for the event from not, uh, 11 o'clock to 1 o'clock today, 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 today um, at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. And um, then in the evening, this is the one that I want everyone to come out to because this is a good one, the Wealth Preservation Retirement Plan. This is one where I talk a little bit more, do a little bit about dividends and investing. But we also talk about reducing risk and what retirement is going to look like. They say one of the biggest uh, fears, Chad, you can sign up for either or event at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. They say one of the biggest um, problems with retirement now is is Facebook. It's a lot like um, even in your 40s, you start looking at everyone's great life. What are you doing for Thanksgiving and Christmas? I'm going to go to the Waldorf Astoria and spend $10,000 and get some really good pictures. Or I'm going to go to the Grand Canyon and hike and get some really good pictures. Um, do, you, do you believe that true to be about retirement as well, that retirees are like so hip now? that they're uh, causing other retirees to want to do exactly what they're doing. I don't know if I've thought about it that way. I've thought about it more in, in uh, Facebook is cited in something like 55% of divorce cases. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, I get it, though. I well, mean, there's envy. Yeah, I mean, if if we look at the millennials, 18 to, what, 35? 18 to 35, they're all about experiences versus, right. you know, going to a store and buying clothes. So... 
Yeah, maybe that's the case. Maybe retirees and, or people in their 40s and 50s, that, that's kind of the, the 35 to 45 age group concerns me. Okay. Um, it's kind of the generation that is putting their head in the sand when it comes to investing in savings. Millennials seem to be saving, they're just in cash, and you got to you know, get them into the market. They just don't trust the market because of the big correction. Let me give you an example of that. Um, 35 to 45 puts their head in the sand. I work with someone for 15 years in television. Her name's Tamara. Mm-hmm. And she previously worked at a, a station called CBS. Have you ever heard of them? Yes, I think I have. <laughs> Tiffany yeah. Network, in theory. <laughs> um, she had a pension there, and she's she's been sitting on it for 15 years. And she said, "What should I do with this pension?" I've been like, "Tamara, you've been sitting in the desk next to me for 15 years. Why are you just now asking me about this?" Um, and she's like, "My husband told me to." So she's literally had her head in the sand on what to do, and it, the payout's uh, like $95 a month in retirement. Right. And she's so, probably getting a lump sum she offer. Should, yeah, she should get a lump sum offer. She had the lump sum offer 15 years ago. Right. <laughs> yeah, and you got to look at those pensions and say, do you want to, you know, sit in... A lot of those pensions are, you know, only 80% funded, maybe right. even less. So that's kind of the coming fear. If interest rates don't go up, we have all of these pensions that are still out there that are underfunded, and that might be the next debt issue that people have to con- be concerned about in the way that you... Don't have to be concerned about it as if you roll it out into an IRA. Now, if I'm 30, 40 years old, I'm rolling it into an IRA. Right. If I'm close to 60, I'm I'm doing the really careful calculations on the internal rate of return on those pension offers. In her case, it's just too small of an amount of money, and she's young enough, so she should probably roll it over into the IRA. Yeah. Because $80, $85 in retirement is probably not going to like be the, the deal breaker, but exposure to the market might actually help. That's right. So, yeah. With that said, today we're going to be talking today, 11 to 1 o'clock, our first lunchtime event ever, um, Palo Alto Elks Lodge in Palo Alto, a great parking location. I think this is one of our our favorite places to talk because we're not against hotels, but this is kind of an anti-hotel. It's an establishment. It's a community center. It gives money to the community. There's a lot of positives, but it's also got great parking in a city that doesn't have great parking. You can grab a workout, you know, in between talks too, right? Or swim. Yeah. So... I might be doing that today myself. We got a bar, which is probably You'll be there. <laughs> it's probably actually not. Um, it's probably not the best look me swimming. So last time I was at a beach, this poor little kid was trying to push me back in the water. She thought I'd been beached. I was trying to save you. She was trying to save me. Daddy, the whale's drying up. Children are pretty compassionate by nature. So got tickets to give away later today. But um, you want to talk about this uh, event today? Which event do you want to talk about? The morning or the evening? Uh, well, the 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 lunch event is ten pillars. We're going to go over, and it's you know a quicker version. It's it's lunch and get you out of there, and it's going to but it's going to be the ten most important things that I've boiled retirement down to. If you don't have a plan on these ten things or a, a detailed idea of what you're doing, you've got a problem with retirement. So it's a way to kind of get your head around retirement. If you're say ten years out and you think you're close to it. What are the things you need to start thinking about? And if you're in retirement, you need kind of a second opinion. That's the way to go. And then the the evening event, we'll go over some similar some similar items, but more detailed on how we actually set up portfolios in retirement for wealth management, how you do distributions, how you rebalance, when you rebalance, and even about estate planning. Because when, once you get to a point where you have a lot of money, you also worry about what else do you want your money to do for you? How do you want to leave it to your heirs? What kind of legacy do you want to leave? You want to give things away while you're alive if you have a lot. What are some tax issues you should be focused on? A lot more details. 
So both events have a little bit of openings, evening a little bit more openings than the lunch, so people should sign up right now, right here at robloxshow.com. It's robloxshow.com. Um, how about the whole Trump election, the curveball that is uh, Donald Trump? How do you think that's going to affect retirement and income and retirement? Short term, we've seen interest rates move higher, which is probably a little bit positive for income and retirement. Right. Yeah, and I'm sure we're going to kind of uh, derail from the typical you know, bullet points of what we hit on, and, and a lot of these issues will come up. And how it really affects retirement is inflation. I mean, that's one issue. Um, the idea is that if you do a big infrastructure build-out, you typically have to borrow money to do that, and that tends to cause some inflation. If there are some trade wars, that can cause some inflation as well, which can cause rates to go up. So as long as rates get to a normal situation and we don't go to an inflation or stagflation situation, that can be very healthy for retirees because right now they're sitting on cash that's earning zero or CDs that are earning one or 2%, bonds that are earning around 2.8%. And prior to the debt crisis, bonds were earning, you know, four or 5%. So right now retirement is 20% more expensive than it was in 2006 or before because you seniors aren't getting a good rate of return on their bonds and their CDs. So hopefully we do get rates up, but we have to keep an eye on inflation. But it's a lot easier to invest and make money on inflation than dealing with deflation because you can buy tips, manage future funds and things like that that tend to go up in value when inflation comes into play. So we've got about a minute left in this segment. Let me say this if anyone wants to call into the show today. i got CFP Chad Burton sitting in with me. You can call 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. I do have some giveaways today, which are always nice because both of them have really solid cash values tied towards them. So stay tuned. We'll be doing that shortly. But you can sign up for the events today. Last chance to see Chad Burton and myself live and in person. Palo Alto Elks Lodge. Both events will be there in Palo Alto. Um, easy to find, 4249 El Camino. But the morning event slash afternoon event from 11 to 1. Ten Pillars of Income and Dividend Stocks and Retirement. A lot going on there, uh, plus lunch. So you can sign up at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. And event two is going to be Retirement and Wealth Planning from 6.30 to 8.30. Um, that's a little bit bigger picture versus more of a bullet shot in the morning. Uh, you can sign up at, uh, for either or at robblackshow.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. I'm Rob Black. He, who is sitting next to me, is the CFP of choice, Chad Burton, newfocusfinancial.com. He and I will be doing an event today. In the Bay Area, in Palo Alto, you can sign up for the events at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. I think Chad is a very different type of broadcaster than I am. He's more of a financial planner. I'm more of a big picture kind of guy. I'm more of a um, kind of a list kind of guy, just kind of do it kind of guy, kind of experience. Whereas Chad has uh, his repertoire of a lot of financial planning concepts. 
If you have any questions, call us 800-516-1220. Otherwise, come out today. Um, good chance to, hey, say, drop on by and say, happy holidays. And uh, No, I can't say that yet. Why? <laughs> Wait until next week. Oh, no, 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 no. It started weeks ago. No. I did I did fly the other day and I saw Christmas bags on the airplane. What is a Christmas bag? Just you know, people people traveling getting holiday gifts for other people and they're in actual Christmas bags already. A famous financial planner once taught me, um, come up with a list of ten people and then cross out number four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten and just get gifts for the number one, two, and three. Um and screw everyone else. So my Christmas list is always three people or less. I heard at comics, I just grab a bunch of the gift cards at the counter at Starbucks and put them in envelopes. Don't actually load them. <laughs> because people, oh, thank you. You got a gift. And then they'll try to use it and there's nothing on it. And they'll never call you on it. Like, did you not put anything on the gift card? Because that's just too awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad idea. So, or, you know, actually, I know when... Um, do you want to tell your kids to do that to the teachers they don't like? <laughs> <laughs> or how about put like, like 10 cents on it? You use the card like if it's a $5 card or $25. Right. You use $24.90. Let me buy you one one-hundredth of a coffee. <laughs> evil financial planning. I like there it. There you go. It's a character that I created many years ago for radio. is Evil Rob Black, where like when my neighbor goes out of town, I, um, I uh, use his water. So I just run the hose from his yard over to my house and... I shower. I do my yard. Beautiful green grass. <laughs> some big You're going to say you shower in his yard. Good. <laughs> Let's wait till 5.40 a.m. when the sprinklers go on. You know what happened to me this week? Rob's open up. <laughs> I am. It's a good look. Um, kind of like a Dennis the Menace kind of a look. Right. Um, you know what I did this week for the first time? What's that? Killed a rat. So Ew. I'm a rat killer. A cat wounded it. It runs into my house. And did you open the door and I just scurried in right then? I mean, did you see it come in? Doggy door. Um, oh, wow. And it starts running down the hall, so I corner it. I'm like, what do you do? And I was like, okay, I can grab a towel. Like, there's no really life lessons on how to kill a rat um, or how to get rid of a rat. Like, I've, you could probably kick it. Um, I'm bigger than it. I played soccer. I could probably do that. I could get a towel and throw it on it. And I'm like, no, go get a flag and spear it with it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what this rat sounds like when you spear its head and crush it? No. What? Like <laughs> wow, you really practiced that. And it's, it's silent forever. Oh, man. So, and then I had a choice of, do I put it in the yard waste? Or do I throw it on a neighbor's car that I don't like? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. you got to put it underneath the windshield wiper. <laughs> so... In the morning when they get to get the fog off, it just smears it all around. Put a sign on it. Your dog barks at night. Oh, Next boy. time it's you. Okay, so I bring that up because it was very unexpected. It was the first time in my life that a critter came in my home. Mm-hmm. First time in life that I ever had to actually kill something like that or make a decision on that. A lot of people are probably like, why didn't you just give it peanut butter and like get it outside and have a party with it? <laughs> I was going to say, Pete is probably all over you. But um, that was kind of a surprise for me. How about financial surprises? Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, have you ever had any that like just really crop up on you that you're like, oh, not expecting that? Because this gets into the talk of the emergency fund. No, you know, I got a friend that I was trying to have you know, to talk him out of buying a house. Okay. Because I think that's the biggest one that people get into, and they they're just they get this urge, this urgency to buy the house. You know, interest rates are going to go up. I got to get into this house. I got to get into this house, and forget about things cycling all the time. 
And so next thing you know, they're asking about, you know, how to get, what's the best way to get the money out of the 401k? And okay. then I know you're really not ready to buy your house. I saw an article in, on Business Insider that said the number one reason you're not ready to buy a house is if you tap your emergency fund. Right. Or in your case, the 401k. Those are very, very, very bad things to do. Right. And at least if it's your first home, you can get a 15-year loan on your 401k. But if you leave that job, and most people are switching jobs every three years, the loan is payable in full right there, or the rest of it becomes fully taxable and plus a penalty of 10%. So... It's a it's a really bad way to get a loan on this thing. So they ended up making a withdrawal. Then they move into the house uh, that was supposed to have brand new appliances. And within the last two weeks, the refrigerator broke and the washer broke. And the washer was something the husband did to it, I guess. But um, so now they're stressed out. I mean, they kind of just got back on track. The husband didn't have a job for about you know two and a half three months, um, and. So they just get back on tracks, and then they feel like they got to get into a home, and now they're realizing instead of being able to call a landlord to fix something, they're fixing everything. So they're stressed. And so a lot of it is just doing things that you're not financially ready for, and that's unfortunately, it's pretty much the mantra of the 30, 40 generation. You know, a lot of my friends, too, that are, that, you know, 40s or later. Yeah. They're driving really nice cars, but when you start talking about investing, like, oh, yeah, I need to get a financial advisor. I haven't really done anything yet. Like, oh, my gosh, but you're driving this car and you have this house. They might even be saving for a kid's college at a 529 plan, but they're just not even maxing out their 401k. And I'm, I'm really worried about the kind of the people in their 40s right now. But then there's the opposite, people like me and you, who probably save too much, have too much of a cushion, don't enjoy life as much as we should or could. And they'll probably look at us like, that that nerd Rob Black he doesn't even go on vacation, but he has a lot of money. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. That's exactly what they do when they see us. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little financial nerd going on. But, okay, the opposite of that, or not even the opposite of that, we're just talking about emergencies and having them enough money, and we're talking about a little bit of this today at the two events in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. How about um, financial surprises that hit seniors? Obviously, I could think of things like roofs, uh, needing a new roof, needing a new car. Right. Maybe even the financial surprise of higher Medicare costs. Yeah, well, another one I can think of is is somebody that retired from their job because they they didn't like it. Okay, and it was like I'm I'm going to be done, and, but they know they needed to wait till seventy for Social Security, so the idea was to work a little bit part time, and um, walking their dog, they trip off a curb and break their hip, and so that's six months out of work, and so total time off nine months before they start work, looking for a job again. And there's so much age discrimination on the West Coast, for as liberal as it's supposed to be. No, there's age discrimination it, everywhere. Yeah, but I, I feel that it's just worse on the West Coast. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just because people like to go to work in their hoodies and look cool. We like beautiful people. Yeah. With that said, is walking the dog a euphemism for something with seniors? <laughs> <laughs> no, there was an actual dog involved. Come meet me, myself and I, and Chad Burton today at Palo Alto Elks Lodge in Palo Alto. One event from 11 to 1. One event from 6.30 to 8.30. Both events are online. Right now you can sign up at robblackshow.com. Call Rob Black now. 
800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. Get your calls on the air. It's eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. Doing two events today. Event number uno, which is Mexican for event number one. Ten pillars of retirement income and dividend stocks. Going to be running that today from eleven to one. Never have done a lunch event. Can you imagine that? All these years I've been on the planet, I've never done a lunch event. Uh, CFP Chad Burton and myself will be there talking uh, retirement planning and dividend stocks and how to reduce risk with diversification, tax reduction strategies, estate planning tips. Um, pretty smart stuff and pretty digestible stuff. You can sign up for that event at 11 from 11 to 1 today at Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. Uh, event number two, which is Canadian for event number two, uh, is retirement and wealth planning from 630 to 830. Uh, that's a little bit more bigger picture. Instead of just income and retirement, it's, it's, it's retirement, what you're looking into and what's going to happen and the way it's going to play out. You can sign up for either or event. We just got someone signed up during the commercial break from 6.30 to uh, 8.30 tonight or the first event from 11 to 1. You can sign up at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. So let's bring in CFP Chad Burton again. Chad, um, income and retirement. Uh, ETFs have had a big, big inflow in the last five years. They are the investment choice for the millennials. Yeah, you and me, we were Generation X, and we kind of like started off getting our feet wet with like mutual funds, and we were like, "Ooh, that Robertson Stevens fund." Paul Wick was up thirty-four percent. His eyebrows looked like a caterpillar. Like we did our research, we did our homework on mutual funds, and you know some you know growth ideas like tech funds or communication funds, and yep. and now they're the, the rage is ETFs because they're even cheaper than mutual funds, and you don't have to have the Paul Wicks uh, managing it for you. Yeah, that's right. You know, I learned about. Car ownership from that guy. It's a guy that used to drive around in a early '80s Honda Accord as a very successful fund manager. Okay, and just you know, wasn't into the depreciating assets. He liked to save the money so he could invest. And I think people need to think about it. Although I will say, if I when my car does finally die for good, and I thought that was last week, um, I'll probably lease because I think the technology is changing so fast that. I'll either buy used again or lease, but I just can't get myself to buy a new car. I just can't do it. Okay, what's, what is it about the technology? That, that well, I think, I think driverless cars within five years. I mean, I think um, that, you know, the attractiveness of of battery-powered car, electric-powered car, the technology is going to be so much better in two years on the batteries than it is right now. So anything that you get right now is just going to depreciate at a more rapid pace than than it used to. I mean, car depreciation, I think, is going to be a big problem in the next three years. I've got a new idea for you, a spinoff radio show where you talk technology. Mm-hmm. And you could you could start by singing, I am the modern man. And I'll go, <laughs> secret, secret, he has a secret. <laughs> a robot, Mr. Roboto. Oh, I like it. You know, I was going through my head and you're trying to talk about ETFs. I'm like... Here's what we're going to do in 2017. We're going to do a breakfast event, a lunch event, and an evening event, but we're going to serve breakfast all day at all three of these events. McDonald's, huh? And you have to have some sriracha sauce. (laughs) Yes, yeah. For no other reason than you have to have it now. Good song. I don't like salsa on my breakfast. Can I put an image in your head? (laughs) When I was in eighth grade, this came out. 
and you had cassette tapes, so you'd yeah. record it off the radio. I recorded it, and I actually have a dance routine I could do to this. You know, my kids will never know the frustration of having to pull out the cassette tape that gets twisted <laughs> yeah, and then redo it with a pencil and re-roll the cassette yeah, tape. Fair. They don't even know what it is. Spoiled brats. Ugh. Oh, man. And they'll be like, Dad, I don't want to drive. I want the car- driverless car to drive. I know. Well, that's probably a good thing. Well, my 17-year-old is a much better driver than I am. He's very careful. Which is interesting because I have a neighbor who just bought an electric car and he just got solar panels put on and he's just like... I got to do it. He's like, in five years, it'll be half the cost and be twice as efficient. But I just got to do it. Like, his kids were pressuring him to become clean, per se. Yeah. You know, and that's a good point, too. Although I really don't like the idea of people investing in ETFs, getting back to that point. Exchange-traded funds, those are typically, they you know, SPY or IVV. Those are index funds that track the S&P 500. Those are how they were meant to be. And then ETF market has exploded. So now there's a whole bunch of ETFs that invest in just the clean energy. And they kind of got rocked with a Trump victory okay. um but listening to and doing a little bit more research and i hate wanting to you know people that want to trade on one way or the other on a on what is possible with a right. trump victory which is a horrible idea um you got to remember that a lot of mayors of cities a lot of governors and things like that of these places are like we're going to do it anyway we're going to go that route of clean energy in our town our city our state and so even if the federal government doesn't enforce regulations to that point, a lot of the states will. As a financial planner, and people can find you at newfocusfinancial.com. They can come out to both events today and hit you up and a couple other financial planners with questions. Have you ever had to do a cost analysis on, like, solar energy for your clients? They're like, hey, I'm thinking about spending $8,000 getting panels. It'll take two and a half, three years. To it's usually like 10 or 20, but yeah. 10 or 20 years to pay back. You get the... You get the tax credits. Since it's been a little while, but that when the tax credits first came out, we were doing a lot of that. Okay. And a lot of it had to do with make sure you're going to be in the house for a long period of time to recoup the cost. But when you get down to certain money issues like that, there's also whether the cost analysis is break even or behind or whatever, it's still a matter of money is a tool. What do you want it to do for you? And it makes you feel a lot better to be off the grid and not consuming that type of power. And it won't affect your long-term cash flow then stop doing that minute cost analysis. Okay. You're you see saying, what I'm saying? So, make yourself happy. Don't right. worry. Be happy. A little bit. And, and that's why, for people why, that... Why invest in Facebook and double your money when you have free energy <laughs> right. or clean energy and see, feel good about it? First, you have to make sure that you have enough for retirement. Okay. And then it, once you get to that point and you get to the financial freedom point where you have excess money and you, you, you know, you're not even living off your dividends and interest in your rental income, then it's not about what's maximizing every dollar. Sometimes it gets to a point, what do you want to do with your money in terms of legacy, in terms of bettering the world, bettering your family, things like that. So there's an emotional aspect to money too. It's not just, you know, what the calculator says. I want to have it all. And I don't really have emotions, so I just want it all. Me too. I want to own every property on Monopoly. That's why we get up earlier than most people and go to bed later than most people, right? Except for one property. I'm going to give you one of those, like, little what purple properties. And, uh, yeah, I'll be like, okay, here you go, Chad. Here's your $300. Now go around the board. Hit my spots <laughs> oh, 10 times in a row. There. <laughs> Jeez. And a, and a, with a sewing machine. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. He's the sewing machine. Anyway, uh, big event coming up today. Wow. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Uh, 11 o'clock to 1 o'clock, a lunch event. 
what do you, what, what are we having for lunch? Is it going to be like a buffet? A buffet? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it is. Let's say slider type. Is it? So, it's only a salad. Maybe a half a muffin to split between everybody. <laughs> it's breakfast all day, remember? <laughs> uh, I could eat breakfast all day, too, by the way. So we've hit ETFs. So we've hit clean energy. Um, How about the Trump tantrum? That's the first coin phrase. Or coin phrase? Not that's not the right term. Now I'm George Bushing this. Uh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. What's you know, the, the, the taper tantrum when okay, rates yeah, went yeah. up in 2013 and the bond market just got smacked. Well, now emerging markets are facing a Trump tantrum. Wrong. <laughs> that was not wrong. That's right. They're facing wrong. a Trump tantrum. <laughs> uh, that's never going to get old. <laughs> Four more years of it. I did the math on it. It's oh, like, okay, yeah. 700. It's about 1,400 days of heaven. You're the puppet. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a fun sound bite for the next one. Do you know years. how the show Full House still plays? Yeah, yeah. So Netflix. I'm watching it with my daughter, and she's like, Dad, Dad, is that young Donald Trump? And there was a kid, and the whole episode was about not teasing other kids. And this kid had glasses on, and he would always make the duck face like Trump. So he would get called duck face. And I'm like, <laughs> they played that right after Trump was elected on Full House. Okay. So anyway. I don't, I don't know what's weirder. You talk, <laughs> you actually watching Full House? Or are you actually watching Full House? Do you ever have those times where you're, you're doing something and it's? I think it's a guy thing where a TV show catches you and I'm I'm watching it because of something and I I stand there standing for 20 minutes watching a show until the next commercial comes on. Like, what am I doing, wasting my life? It's you know kind of one of those moments. For me, it's Love Boat. Wait, are you? Is that on somewhere? <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I haven't seen Love Boat in years. Something called the Internet, Chad. <laughs> So who in your house is Netflixing Love Boat? No one. Okay. But me. Yeah. Love. Exciting and true. That was... New. No. I think they changed <laughs> the words. Really? Yeah. It's like uh, the theme to MASH, they changed the pace of it every season. It's kind of like the Bernstein, Bernstein? No. Bear Paradox? You remember how sexy the show was? Like it just shows you... It just shows you how our society has gone from really, really innocent, like Laura Ingalls innocent, to xxxporn.com. This is still pales compared to Fantasy Island. That was the show. Boss, boss. That was such a cool show. So, big event coming up today, 11 to 1, 10 pillars of retirement income and dividend stocks, CFB, Chad Burton, and myself. Little lunch action going on, talking about risk risk diversification strategies, uh, tax reduction strategies, bond alternatives. Bond alternatives, that's part of the whole Trump tantrum. Suddenly, a lot of people are saying the bond market's dead. It's finally dead. What does that mean? We'll talk about Trump. We'll talk about the elections. We'll talk about um, income and retirement from 11 to 1 today at the Elks Lodge in Palo Alto from 630 to 830. It's going to be the bigger picture. Are you ready for retirement? How much do you need? Strategies in retirement? to stay wealthy until the day you die. Wealthy when you die. Maybe it's a buck when you die. Uh, we'll talk about that and more. You can sign up for either or event at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com.
Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. I was talking to a friend recently, and we're doing two seminars today. Whoa. A lunch seminar from 11 to 1 at the Elks Lodge in Palo Alto, and then from 6.30 to 8.30. It's $5. And if you absolutely positively need a free code, use retire123, retire123. Um, but I was talking to a friend, Chad, recently about he owns a playground business. So he goes from municipality to municipality and goes from school to school and like makes kind of a, a modern European playground. Um, he's kind of a one-man show. And he was asking me about the uh, individual 401k. I'm like, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, and you can save... A, a crap load, a boatload, a lot more money uh, because he's making half a million a year selling playgrounds. So I'm no like, employees, no employees. He's got a wife who's an employee, kind of thing. Mm. Um, and actually, a solo 401k is kind of a, an odd term or an individual 401k because you can actually, if the wife is getting paid too, she could actually open up an account. And you don't have to do a bunch of crazy administration. You don't even have to file a 5,500 tax return unless it's over 250,000. Now you just bored me with the 5,500 tax return, which mm-hmm. just again shows you things change pretty rapidly. <laughs> Were there individual 401ks 20 years since, ago? No, when, since 2012, I think. Like that's, that's tough to keep a top of. And if you're an average person, it's, uh, I gotta imagine it's impossible. The fact that he knew about it tells me that he's got a good accountant. Yeah, and it, I mean, I still, I mean, at least a couple times a year, I talk to CPAs about it because the the go to is a SEP IRA, right? And that's actually fine for this guy because once you make over like two hundred ninety grand, you're gonna get just as much money into a SEP IRA. Okay. Um, but it's still, I mean, like like I said, CPAs, they they don't realize that okay, if the client in some cases is making under the two hundred ninety, they might be able to get more put away into a individual four hundred one k. But then there's even Issues because some people end up doing a corporation, right? An LLC or an S corp, where they take some as a salary and some as a distribution, which avoids the FICA tax. And once you start doing that, you have to change everything again. You have to do a payroll to get your deferral in, and it gets a little bit complicated. But there's ways to individual people that get 1099 can make a large tax deferred contribution or pre-tax contribution. And then this guy, your playground guy, if he's trying to save even more, he could do it to find benefit plan on top of that and probably put away another hundred grand a year. What's cool? Tax. What's the reason I brought this up was as that's going to lead to the next question of he's setting himself up for retirement mm-hmm. just beautifully. He's got see these golden years of earning a lot of money. He's got a great accountant. He's socking away a lot of money, um, and it won't always be that good. Maybe Trump will put on a playground tax or something like that. Um, Only a European playground tax. I'm still. I, I'm about. I wanted to Google what is a European style playground. Oh, they're very cool. They're like they're spider webs and stuff like that. Teacups everywhere? Very soft. Oh, okay. uh, Can't hurt yourself kind of thing. Uh, no spikes. So I grew up with playgrounds that had spikes and spiders and stuff like that. Oh, so it's the... I know what you're talking about, the netty ones. There's a really cool one at the Space Needle in Seattle. Yes. So Got it. Um, think of Ikea and then put playgrounds into it and you can get the idea. So when I think of Ikea, I think ruined weekend. Yeah. I think and uh, extra parts. So I that scares meatball. me a little bit, Rob. Let's try a different analogy. I think horse meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, horse sorry, meatballs. I will never order anything from IKEA again. Yeah, 
Do you remember the I hit, I hit 40 and I'm like, I can't waste my weekends screwing those weird things together anymore. I just hate it. I hear you. What I like about IKEA furniture is you can put it together, then you can like become a karate master and like chop everything up and break it. <laughs> and you feel like, whoa, I'm strong. Yeah. Kids look at you like, whoa, dad's crazy. Um, but okay, so what I was going to get at is this guy's doing a great job funding his retirement. He's not going to get to retirement and go, I wish I would have done this or I wish I would have done that. We're talking two events today, um, kind of both on retirement. One's income in retirement. One's, you know, investment strategies and wealth strategies in retirement. Um, how often do you think people regret, you know, getting to 60, 65 years old and they're like, oh, I think it's the majority of Americans these days. Okay, let me repeat that. That's the majority of Americans. Mm-hmm. And you and I see the studies from Fidelity, you know, how much people actually have saved. It's like $60,000, $70,000, the median average person. And then there's like 10% who have NOF, um, and then everyone else turns into the median or below the median, and it, it's that stinks. Yeah. I mean, there's probably a person listening to this right now that's driving down the road in a BMW or some other nice car that has a car payment, and they're drinking a latte. And those two monthly amounts are three times more than what they're putting into their 401k. So they're basically, you know, drinking their retirement and driving a depreciated asset instead of being able to retire someday. And if Trump gets his way and shuts down cars coming into the country from Mexico, uh, that car that he's driving is going to be even more expensive. So I will tell you at the time. I'll keep you in suspense. (laughs) Wow. Man. Very Saturday Night Live is going to be very popular here for the next couple of years. El Presidente. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything you want to talk about these events? You want to plug them real quick? Uh, well, you know, in, in terms of the 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning, the, the lunch event, the one we were just talking about, that's the first pillar, and that's determining how much retirement costs. And you yep. have to almost practice retirement. I've seen people that are so dead focused on retiring at 55 because at some point in their 30s, they said, I'm going to do it. Yep, I know. I'm going to build that wealth. I'm going to do it. And then they get there and they have no idea what to do with their lives. And they're they're not happy. So you, you kind of got to balance your spending on experiences and enjoying life and memories versus some you know line that you drew in the sand. And you really need to, to practice retirement. I was telling the story in the 2 o'clock show about a client that was going to retire at 65, um, more than ready. I mean, we'd even retired his mortgage uh, two years ago because it wasn't really kicking off any tax benefits for him. Great shape. But he got downsized two years early. Yeah. Um, even with an 18-month package. And so since he didn't make it to that age, he's stressed out and applying for all these jobs. I'm like, you can retire. Just relax. Go practice retire. You know, go play some golf. Go Go to the gym. Enjoy life. Have a budget. Practice retirement is practice your budget in retirement. Anyway, you can meet both of us today in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge, 11 to 1 or 630 to 830. More information at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Don't be shy. Come on out.